She opens it, looks inside, closes it. Blinking lights illuminate the pathway. Get it? Yes. Then give it. She takes a breath. 7.30 a.m. He walks from the entrance on York Street, totally bypassing the correct entrance on 67. When I'm prepared for rain, it never does. Imagine this place I'm standing. Imagine we're just right there. This is Active Listening, a new dramatist's podcast series that invites the resident playwrights to experiment with story, intimacy, and immediacy through sound experiences. This initiative was born of the questions that became urgent as our pandemic lockdowns began. What are creative alternatives to gathering together in rooms? What might a play for the ear sound like? Each episode features work by a different resident playwright. This episode features work by me, Corinne Keithley-Sires. It's a section from Do Not Do This Ever Again, a play I wrote in 2007 in the form of a garden. Individual flowers and micro-stories set side by side to bloom alongside each other. This story came at the end, a coda, a last appearance of something new, and for whatever reason, it came back to me when I was thinking about what to record. This is You Are the Friend I Have Now, by me, Corinne Keithley-Sires. A little girl, her name is Aoife, it's an Irish name, tells the story of a plane crash at sea. Decapitations by rollies, strangulations by drop-down oxygen masks. She's the only survivor. She takes the enormous slide out onto the water. Blinking lights illuminate the pathway. She's in the water. Everyone else from the plane is dead. She floats. She gets picked up by a rescue team of Danish volunteers. It's a small operation from a small village. The kind one is named Elke, and she has a family. Ifa stays with this family for seven years. They call her Ifla, or Iflish in the diminutive. Blinking lights illuminate the pathway. One day in the city, she sees a row of lights. It's at the movies. She's at the movies. She stays at the movies. She stays there until the end of the day. They're showing Brief Encounter, dubbed in Danish. She watches it three times. She can't go home again. She doesn't. The ticket seller lives upstairs in the next door apartment building. She is named Marion. The building is named the Andalusia. They go upstairs. They eat bread and sausage. They drink tea. Marion invites Aoife to stay. One day Marion has a stroke. It's mild, but it still takes some time to recover. Aoife takes care of her and sells the tickets at the movies. A man shows up one day. He's wearing a yellow hat. He has marks around his neck. He has a watch that blinks. She won't sell him a ticket. She doesn't want him to go inside. She wants him to stay right there in front of her. She wants to look at him. She stalls for time. He leaves. She follows. They sit together. They stay together. Many years later, they are drinking weak tea together in a cafe in some German town. He says to her, I always expected you would be able to get pot. 
Why didn't you ever get pot? I wanted to smoke pot with you. He leaves. She doesn't follow. She stays in the cafe. The waitress gives her a cigarette. At the end of the day, Aoife goes for a walk along the canal with the waitress. Her name is Lana. That weekend, Aoife goes with Lana to her parents' house. It's a cold house. There's only one heated room with a coal stove. They spend a few days there taking care of the dogs and the horses. Then Lana has to work again. Aoife says, I'll stay. Lana's parents don't object, so she stays. She takes care of the horses. She does the laundry. She walks around a lot. One day she has a vision. It's a visitation. She's visited by a saint or something like a saint. There are so many blinking lights and flowering plants everywhere. The plants make her inconceivably sad. When she wakes up, she throws up violently and decides to leave. She kisses Lana's parents on each cheek. They all cry a little and drink a toast. Aoife walks away to another town. On the way, she sleeps by an apple tree. She's joined by a stray dog. She calls the dog Laszlo Kovacs, or no, something she'd name a boat if she had a boat, My Serenity or Soledad. Six months later, she's in Berlin. She gets a job in a shabby secondhand bookshop. She knits sweater vests and sells them to the regulars. One day, someone comes in that she has seen before. Where has she seen him before? He is from the airplane. They were sitting next to each other on the airplane. Don't be fooled, he says. I'm a ghost. She looks at him. She nods. She says, of course, a little too softly. He leaves. She feels fine. Fine. As if it almost didn't happen. As if there's nothing there at all. You just heard You Are the Friend I Have Now, written, performed, and sound designed by me, Corinne Keithley-Sires. The instruments in the underscoring are from the Anarchestra, a group of unique musical instruments made by Alex Ferris, which I recently got a chance to spend an afternoon with. 
You can see the instruments at anarchistra.org. That's A-N-A-R-C-H-E-S-T-R-A dot org. Active Listening is a project of New Dramatists and is produced by Corinne Keithley-Sires and Melissa Tien. More information on the series and a sonic visualization of each episode can be found by going to newdramatists.org slash active listening. New Dramatists is one of the country's leading playwright centers and a nationally recognized new play laboratory. Its mission is to provide playwrights with time, space, and resources in the company of gifted peers to create work, realize their artistic potential, and make lasting contributions to the theater. Active listening is made possible with generous support from the Venturous Theater Fund of the Tides Foundation.